All right. Good evening, everyone. It is Monday, January 30th, 2023. I am your host, as always, Adam Martin. It is Big Marcel joining me here for the MMA OB Daily Podcast. Glad you guys are joining us today. Um, looking forward to talking about UFC Vegas 68, Marcel. Lewis for yeah. Spivak. Hopefully the fight actually happens this time and Lewis doesn't get sick or Spivak doesn't get sick the day of the fight. Remember last last time? Like, that was terrible. Um, yeah, ironically, there is a light heavyweight fight in the, in the co-main event again, so you can't be Jung and Clark in the main event if one of these guys pulls out, which last time was Nichekwu and uh, was it Kutalaba. So, anyways, I thought that was interesting. How are you doing, man? Yeah, could be a little bit better, but uh, overall good, you know. Um, yeah, I know you're before... a little under the weather, so I appreciate you sticking around with me today. Just so yeah. you guys know, Marcel's a trooper, and he's not feeling the best today, but he wanted to do the podcast, so. Well, last week was me and this week it's you so I, I, i'm not gonna say like i'm really looking forward to this car to be really honest dude ah, uh, I, know. I think it's a very tough one the thing is like for me the road to ufc finals they're probably fun you know but I, i'm not too familiar with many of those guys yeah. you know so it's difficult yeah. you know and for me the biggest yeah. prospect on the card is the first in the first prelim so it's really weird um i agree with that too but yeah, it's just at the time for this card, I understand they want to accommodate the, the Asian market, you know, but it's it's like for me, it's like the prelim starting at 4 a.m. and the main card starts at 7 a.m. I absolutely hate it, you know, so, uh, but uh, if it's for this one time, I won't complain too much, but uh, I prefer to have it like 1 a.m. to 3 a.m., much better, but yeah. Yeah, the time is tough. So it's I think it's 10 p.m. Eastern, right? It's going to be mm -hmm. pretty late. Um, I mean, I'm going to watch the card, but I, I it is a little late. But again, like you said, it's it was because it was supposed to be in South Korea, right? Originally. Yeah, it just it just kind of sucks because the before we have the the Bellator one with the Fader against Bader, you know, is um, before. But I'm going to sleep when that is on because uh, yeah, if I, I don't, you know, it's 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 undoable. So mm -hmm. yeah. And we're gonna talk about that card too at the end of uh, after this preview. We'll go through that quickly. There's some good fights in that card actually myself. Yeah, I agree. Very good prelims there as well. Yeah, right yeah that Belter card's actually one of the better ones I've seen to be honest with you guys. Like it's a very good card. Yeah. Um good main card with the two title fights and then there's like some pretty good prelims on it actually. Like I think Neiman Gracie's opening up the card. Like that's that's pretty good, you know? Yeah. Anyways, we'll talk about that after we got some guys in the chat. We got Glenn He's asking if you're gonna wake up. Of course he is, man. He doesn't miss a card. Marshall, when was the last card you actually missed? Like, do you even remember? Like the last yeah. missed, what was it? The South Korean card with uh, Frankie Edgar against Korean Zombie because that was I was working. Oh, I had the uh, delivering mail. Yeah, yeah. You, you know? don't do that anymore. Um, the last one I missed was I want to say I I, I meant I I watched the main event it was on Draj and Zhang, but that card was like on at a weird time too. Oh yeah, I remember missing. I had the day off back then. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I I think that was for me. It's, that was like three or four years ago. I watched them all, obviously. John's here. Glad to have you in the chat, man. Side collectibles. Glad to have you guys in the chat. Um, yeah, so anyways, we'll, we'll get into this card, guys. I'm looking forward to it. Um, even though it's not the best card, like, it's just nice to have fights back. Because I honestly feel like we should have had them Saturday. Like, I'm, I don't really understand why there were fights on this past Saturday. Like, <laughs> I just kind of hung out. I was like, there's not, you know, I was watching basketball and stuff, which is fine. But, like, I wanted to watch some fights. Anyways, I say we get into it, Marcel. We'll get into the card now. Mm -hmm. Um, let's start it off here, guys. Uh, just okay. Your, I guess your overall thoughts on the card. I always ask you this, like, like you said, not not the, not your favorite card, right? Nah, listen, man. I can't say it's a bad card. I can't say it's a bad card because this hasn't happened yet. But you know, yeah. overall, I listen, man. If you look at the main card, Kinoshita Fugit mm -hmm. and Fuj of Fujit, or however you say it, I don't know. Fuji, you yeah. know, 
Yeah, then you have uh, Duhu Choi against Carl Nelson. That's a fun fight. That's fun, that's fun to see Choi back, and Nelson always is always competitive, so okay. Ivanov Tibura, you know, Clark against uh, Dao Jung can be good, but can be bad, you know. And the main event is also not really, uh, really great, in my opinion, you know. It's like, this really felt like, oh, we still have that fight uh, laying on the shelf from November. We have to put it somewhere. We don't have a main event for February 4th. Ah, we said it there, you know, whatever. Because all these others have Asian fighters in, in, in the event, besides the Tibura Ivanov one also not, you know. Mm -hmm. But that one was, like, added very late uh, in, in comparison to the other fights, you know, just like the Lewis Spivak fight. Because all these other fights, they have an Asian fighter in the fights. Right, so, yeah. you're right about that. That's true. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. All right, let's get into it. Um, all right, guys, let's pull it up here. I'm going to get the uh, card up here. And again, you know, some of these fighters obviously are familiar with, but some of the road to UFC fighters we're not as familiar with. And I think a lot of you guys probably feel the same way. All right, let's mm -hmm. get into it. Marcel, first fight, Tatsu Tyra against Jesus Aguilar in the flyweight division. Tyra, biggest favorite in the card by far, Marcel. Minus 1150 here, guys, plus 750 on Aguilar. First off, I'm, I I was going to say the same thing as you. Like, I really don't get why he's opening up the card. Like, this guy should be in the main card. Um, we're, we're both high on him. I think most of the people listening are high on this guy. He's really good. Honestly, Marcel, like he's only 20, he's turning, or he just turned 23 uh, two days ago, three days ago. So he just turned 23. He's already tuned on the UFC. He's a phenomenal grappler. I, I mean, I honestly feel like this guy will probably fight for the belt uh, at some point in his career. You know, he's so young. Like maybe in the next, like, you know, he doesn't have to be in the next year or two. Maybe the next like five years he can be fighting for the belt. I think he is that good. And he's still getting experience. Um, looked great in the UFC, in my opinion, so far. Two uh, pretty dominant wins against Candelario. 30-26 um, scorecard in that fight for one of the judges. Like, it was pretty dominant. And against Vergara against the submission win. Uh, no doubt in my mind he wins this fight, Marcel. You know, this fight, this Aguilar guy, I know he had that win on Contender. Um, nice win for him. But they're giving him a horrible matchup here, in my opinion. Like, you look at the size difference, Marcel. 5'7 versus 5'4. 70-inch reach versus 62. Like, this is this is a bad fight for this guy. I, I think Tyra just controls the fight with the grappling. Probably even submits this guy. So, obviously, I, I think he's going to win, guys. The the line is huge for a reason. If you want, I think the way to go probably is to look for a prop here. Um, instead of paying that minus 1150, look for a prop. I think he probably submits him. So, maybe inside the distance. I'm, I'm really high on Tyra. I know you are too, Marcel. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely inside the distance, this one, man. I think Tyra is a uh, real deal. Um, he's actually... Uh, he can be the guy for Japan to finally get UFC gold, you know, yeah. down the line. You know, he, he's really good. Um, yeah, I, I don't have anything to add. You know, I think this is uh, this is an, a fight that Tyra should win. I would even say that his last two opponents might be even better than Jesus Aguilar. He's going to fight right now. Yep. So I actually expect the early finish for the second round. And I expect a submission from him, you know. And yeah. I expect... I, I expect just he is so, so such a talent you know um i really said i uh, maybe maybe they are is that early because the ufc hopes that the that the american viewer tunes in for the early fights you know and uh, they they watch him you know mm -hmm. but he should be on the main card if you look at the at the complete uh, the complete fights on this card this guy should be on the main card in my opinion he deserved that spot but yeah. he does he doesn't get it um yeah, Tyra, all the way. You know, I, I'd be. Yeah. This is if I would. People always ask us for a lock 
on this podcast, and we never we don't like to give locks. But if I have to give a lock, I give this guy a lock. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just looking at like their records. Like they rarely go the distance. These guys fly away too. So I, I mm-hmm. think a finish is likely. Now that I'm looking at it, Tyrant's at a distance, uh, and these numbers will change with more sports. We get their odds out, but he's like minus one thirty eight inside the distance. But under Bro. two and a half is minus one fifty. I'd probably just rather go that way because. I'm, it's a main you never really know like you know i mean i'm 99 sure this guy wins but you know, for 12 no, cents difference like i'd rather just go that way anyways no, I, talk- I don't think this fight goes the distance but now we're talking about odds i gotta ask you this this is about the card next week i, I saw fight, your tweet for, yeah yeah man what the hell major, right yeah yeah i was Very i was high. shocked <laughs> I think they've gone down a little bit more so. Yeah, it, it, is, at, it did now, but it opened at what? One, minus minus 1,000. Now it's minus 280. So, like, yeah. they, that was too high. Um, minus 280, I, I'm okay this with This isn't Harry Hunsucker, right? Like, this is, <laughs> exactly. Mikowskis is de- decent. I mean, obviously, yeah. he had a tough run in the UFC the first time with that injury, with that ground injury, but he's obviously a pretty good fighter. He's, he's shown that in his last couple fights in Cage Warriors. I still right. think he beat Alexei Chuk, man, in that fight, and he got he lost that one officially. So yeah, no, I three. did too. I, I bet on yeah. that one. That was that was tough. We got a boy Gorilla in the chat as well, and once again, so, you know, man. he's doing the the uh, graphics work. So I appreciate that, my friend. John saying Laura Sank will be the, col- the color commentator in this card. They gave her like the the card in the middle of the night. Um, yeah, Laura is obviously really good. I mean, she does contender series. Like, you know, <laughs> the thing here's the thing. I remember when she did the contender series and. All these like media people were like, "Oh, it's so groundbreaking to have a woman doing it." And she's like, "Guys, I you, you don't need to tweet this about me. Like, I just like the sport. She's just good at commentary. It doesn't have anything to do with her being a woman or not. People are going to do the same thing this week. They're going to be like, this is groundbreaking stuff. We have a woman commentator.' She doesn't want to hear that. I'm telling you right now. She's already said that. So, but it's also it's also annoying, man. You know what they always, for example, you know, I watch soccer, or football, right? Yeah, and you have uh, on the English broadcast. They always give the all band commentator, and it's only one women commentator. They always give her the worst game <laughs> commentator. She's always at the end of the program. And yeah. now, last time she was at the first pro at the first game of the program because there was the most goals on the, on that game. Uh, but yeah, honestly, yeah. I don't feel like it's that great. I mean, I know like obviously it's the first UFC one, but like I watch a lot of sports, Marcel, and basketball, hockey. You know, there's, yeah, but there's let, they're up there everywhere now, and it's fine. Let's be, on, let's be honest, man. Do, yeah. do we give a fuck? I don't care as long as you know the sport looks, well. Yeah, exactly. That's the it. Mic, then I don't care if you're an alien. If you're qualified, you know, if, yeah, if you're qualified, exactly. and you know what you're talking about. Then it's all good. You know, I don't, I don't give a shit if you're like a, a female or a male. You know, if you do your work well, I mean, you're good. And that's the same with um, with MMA journalism, man. You get, you got also uh, girls. For for example, I think Farah Hanun is one of the best females in MMA journalism. For example, you know, and she and. You know, she's she, she's a woman, so what, what? I don't see the difference. You know, obviously there are less, probably less women in MMA um, than men. You know, because it's more. It, it started as pretty much a man sport. You know, but it evolved and more women came into it. So you got, it's it's just a thing. You know, and I, I don't think that that people have to make such a big deal about it. You know what I mean? So I'm completely on your line. I think if you're qualified and you know what you're talking about. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. That's how I think about it. But completely agree. And like, like I said, right on cue, you got Luke Thomas talking about how it's just like, you know, anyways, whatever. Um, <laughs> I mean, listen, she's good at her job. I don't think the fact that she's a woman and not a man even matters. I, she's already did contender series. She's better than a lot of the guys doing it. That, anyway, that's that's my thought. And again, I remember, when, I remember when this happened in contender, she was the one saying like, guys, yeah. like. You know, you don't have to say this about me. Like, 
And she's fun as well, man. She's like, remember when she was going to do the shoe with Tyson Pedro? She asked yeah. Pedro, do I have to spit? <laughs> and then she's like, when she's going to eat a steak, she eats with her with her hands and DC is with a fork and his knife. So everybody, <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. I love that stuff, you know. All right. Anyways, let's get going on the podcast here, Marcel. We'll go to the mm -hmm. next. Oh, sorry. I, I missed this question. I was about to ask, why would they put it on the prelims? Oh, yeah. Same thing. All right. Let's go to the next thing, Marcel. We got the next fight here. Uh, Jung Young Park against Dennis Kalulin, middleweight division fight. Odds uh, for this one. Super uh, Iron too. Turtle minus 200, Tolulin plus 170. Quick thoughts on this one, Marcel? Yeah, it's a difficult one, man. I think both guys are very inconsistent, you know, and it's mm -hmm. difficult to say. I think Theo Yulin is now training at Extreme Couture, right? Yeah. With, uh, with Strickland, Strickland. For, and also with Renat Fakhradinov. He's training a lot. Okay. So uh, I think he did pretty well against Jamie Pick in the second round, you know, in the last fight. Um, if you look at John Young Park, won his last two fights. But the, uh, but the Aragandos fight, I still think he lost that one, to be mm -hmm. really honest. He got split decision there. Mm -hmm. He won against Joseph Holmes. He looked good in that one. Ah, man, it's it's, it's difficult, you know. Uh, uh, if it was in Korea, for example, I would probably favor Park, you know. But this is in Las Vegas. And in Las Vegas, Tio Lulin lives pretty much in Las Vegas now with Extreme Couture, you know. So he actually fights at home here. I think it will be a close fight. Uh, do I think we'll see a finish? Maybe, maybe not. But uh, I would say it will be a close decision. And I'm slightly leaning towards Tulin here. So I'm going with the, the Russian. Oh, you are? Okay, there you go. You get an underdog pick here, guys. There you go. Um, yeah, I, I, I also feel like it's kind of a tricky fight. It's not really one I would want to bet on, to be honest with you. Like, there's, same, same. There's some other fights in the card that I feel like more strongly about. This is the one This one I'm like... I, I, I'm going to go with Park, just by the way. I'm going to pick him just because I feel like the experience favors him, especially in the UFC. I think he has fought better competition, Marcel. Um, but at the same time, like you said, super inconsistent. And like some of these fights, like the Anders fight, even the Chukri fight, like he won, but like they weren't, you know, dominant wins. Um, but again, I, I do feel like the, the experience favors him. And one thing I think, think think really favors him is I think the grappling favors him, Marcel. That's why I have to pick him because I know that Kizriev guy that submitted to win is really good, obviously. But, you know, I, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he's he was up a weight class in that fight, right? Marcel, he's not really the biggest middleweight. Um, right. Right. And, you know, he was able to get him down pretty easily. And Park is a decent grappler, obviously, too. So I feel like he can kind of control the fight with the grappling a little bit here. And, you know, I know the win over Pickett was nice, but I just, I think, you know, I think about Jamie Pickett. He's just not really UFC caliber. And there's a reason Bo Nichols fighting him next because UFC knows he's going to win that fight. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Park here, Marcel, by decision. That would be, that would be my pick. But again, you know, it's not the strongest pick because I, I think there's some other fights in the card I feel better about. All right. We'll go to the next fight here, guys. We got uh, Marcel's favorite fighter, Mandy Boom, against uh, Jin Young Kim. Did I, did I say that? Uh, pronounce that correctly, Marcel? Man, it's beautiful, man. I would, Pretty I would good, love eh? to hear you. Uh, how do you say Paul? Paul. Paul Craig. Paul Craig. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Charles Jordan. <laughs> got some pronunciation. Well, we got some crazy names coming up here. Actually, <laughs> anyways, uh, odds for this one, guys. We got uh, Kim minus two sixty five. Boom. Boom. Plus 225. I'll, I'll go first on this one, Marcel. Yeah. You know, even though she's lost four straight fights, I, I'm pretty sure Kim wins this fight. Boom, boom. To me, just not UFC caliber. I, I said this in the beginning, Marcel, when she first came. Remember, I was like, man, like. Oh, yeah, I definitely remember. Not that. impressed yeah. at all. I was not impressed with her uh, performances. <laughs> um, GSP quote. Uh, I wasn't impressed with her performances before the UFC. And to me, she's looked bad in the UFC. Like, Lipsky's not the best fighter. And, you know, she beat her easily. And then Leonardo's not that good either. And she beat her easily, too. Like, 
and really wasn't super competitive either of those fights, in my opinion. It came, listen, I know, obviously, guys, she's lost four straight fights. She lost five of six. But she probably should have won against Cachoeira, okay? So I'll give her that Definitely. one. Definitely. Yeah, and then you look at the losses, too. Like, Grasso is, that you can write that one off. Like, most people will lose to her. McCann, not the best fighter, obviously, but that fight was close, too. And yeah, then was close. The, uh, Jocelyn Edwards is not bad either, and that fight was also close. Like, that's a decision, right? All these fights yeah. are going the distance for the most part. Like, she's very tough. Um, this I remember this fight was supposed to be in South Korea. Obviously, yeah. the UFC was setting her up for a win. Even yeah. though it's in Vegas, I, I still think she wins. The odds are, are high right now for a fighter on a four-fight losing skid, minus 265, but I'm I'm confident she wins this fight, Marcel. I think she's fighting someone that's overmatched here, and I expect her to win probably decision. I think she keeps it standing, outstrikes her opponent here, and outstrikes her by quite a big margin. Um, you know... If you like bet on like those props, like with significant strikes or like those, I think it's called prize picks or something. If you use that and bet on like over under strike totals, this would be a fight to look at because I think she completely outstrikes her here and lands, you know, well over 100 significant strikes in this fight. So that, that's the way I'm going here, Marcel. Clear decision with for Kim. Uh, and I feel pretty good over here, Marcel. Again, we, even with the losing skate, I like the matchup for her. I think she wins pretty easily. What do you think? Yeah, by the way, since my uh, rant about uh, female commentating and male commentating, nobody has given uh, <laughs> has a comment. Given, yeah. <laughs> they didn't agree with us. <laughs> no, they, they all got one way. Um, yeah, I agree with you fully, man. I think also, uh, not forgetting to mention, the last fight Kim fought was at 135 against Atlas, and Atlas missed weight for that one as well. She that's came right. in at 137 and a half, I think. Yeah. So um, I think that's also a reason why the UFC – Gave her another fight. She accepted the short notice fight against uh, at, at 135, which was originally scheduled scheduled for 125 against somebody else, you know. And uh, that fight didn't make weight, and she still went to a split decision. So, and and she definitely won that Casuera fight, man. I'm still upset about that one if I think about it because I remember picking that one, and many people went went with Casuera. I think I think you had Kim as well, but many people went with Casuera, and they got a point, and I didn't get shit. But I deserve shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh yeah, I uh I think Kim is okay. You know, I don't think she's she's a world beater or whatever, but I think she's decent. Um Mandy Boehm hasn't really impressed me so far, to be really honest, in in, in the UFC. Um I I mean losing to Victoria Leonardo. Well one of the, I think one of the wasn't it was it in London last last year, one of the worst one or was it in Paris, one of the two? Yeah. Was it Europe definitely because they also always gave these fights in Europe. Um yeah, Kim has got a win, got a decision here for her, and uh, that's it, you know. Yeah, no, I like I said, I, I, I feel like um she wins the fight. I'm pretty confident there. All right. Let's get to these uh, road to UFC fights, guys. And again, you know, I'm not the most familiar with these fighters. Marcel admitted he's not either, but we're going to try our best here. Um, let's go to the first one here, Marcel. We have a flyweight fight between Sung Guk Cho Choi and Hyung uh, Sung Park. Odds for this one, we got Park minus 190, Choi plus 160. Marcel, I'll let you start off on this one. Go ahead. Yeah, this is really difficult, obviously. You know, I, I have seen some of those fights on the road to UFC, but I'm absolutely not familiar with these guys. This is the first fight. This is the, for the flyweight one, you know. Um, Young Sun Park, um, he got two wins on the road to UFC. He won against Jeremiah Sirigar. And that the top noy guy, you know, that guy was, was smoking outside. The <laughs> what, what <they laughs> yeah, show. I remember that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he finished both guys in the first round, so that's impressive, you know. Yep. Uh, his opponent, Sung Guk Choi, uh, also two wins, 
two wins by decision against Supandi and against Kulun. Um, yeah, it's difficult, man. He, he got one loss on his records and against Steve Erzak, who is a really good, uh, really good fighter out of Australia, right? Uh, that so you can lose to that guy, I guess. Um, I, I don't feel comfortable comfortable to to pick somebody, but if I have to, I probably want with Park. You know what I mean? But it's not like, please, guys, don't think like, oh, he said to go with Park. Yeah, I go with Park. Don't do it. But uh, if I have to pick somebody, I would pick Park here. Honestly, I don't have a lot of interest in these fights, especially betting on them, just because like I'm not as familiar with these guys. You know, like mm -hmm. again, you don't have to bet in every fight. Um, if I had more time this week, I would do like a deep dive on all these guys' like past fights, but I really don't. I have a lot going on right now, so yeah. it's it's tough. I'm also gonna I'll follow the odds here too, Marcel. I'll go with with uh, the favorite, which would be Park, mostly because like he actually finishes opponents, whereas the other guy won the decisions. Like, and again, that could come back and bite me because if the fight goes long, then maybe the other guy's better cardio. But at the same time, like I was I was impressed by the guy getting the two finishes, so I'll go with him, Park, to, to get the win here, um, probably by stoppage as well. But again, you know, it's not a super confident pick. I'm just admitting that right now. All right, we'll go to the next one here, Marcel. We got Jiang uh, Lee versus Yi Jia. And this is a actually sorry guys, the wrong one. I, I think they switched the order. I swear to god they switched the order Marcel. <laughs> My bad. Um we got uh Tochi Omi Kazama against Rinya Nakamura. And this is in the Bantamweight division. And I'll tell you right now, Marcel, I actually feel good about this one. This one I'm actually kind of confident in. Yeah. Uh odds for this one, guys. Nakamura is minus uh 425, Kazama mm -hmm. plus 340. Marcel, I'll tell you right now, I'm picking Nakamura <laughs> because of that yeah. picture of him on, uh, what's it called? Oh, they changed the No, no, the picture on him on, on Tapology. I mean, you look at the guy, <laughs> you can tell he's a good wrestler, man. I, Marcel, I think he wins. I mean, he's a big fear for a reason. And he looked good on the show, too, Yeah. Um, with that with that finish. I think he gets this guy to the ground. Uh, two finishes, actually. Um, I think he gets him to the ground, beats him up, probably even either ground and pound or submission. But of, of the, I think of the four fight, he's the guy I'm most confident in winning. So... I just said I didn't love these fights for betting. I, I think this guy wins for sure. Nakamura, in my opinion, wins this fight for sure. So that's my pick, Marcel. Yeah, I'm with Rinya Nakamura here as well. I think he wins as well. He was he was uh, very impressive on, on the road to UFC. Yep. And uh, his opponent, Toshiomi Kazama, not his fault, but he got a bye to the finals. You know, he didn't have to fight the semis because his opponent missed weight. Yep. Um, before that, he had the win over that. Uh, the guy with the crazy name, the Kiro Mowali Mamutuati or something. It's really hard to pronounce. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Renya is, is a good, did good prospect. Actually. That, I don't even want to try that guy's name. That is tough. Yeah. You did good, <laughs> I think. Just so you know, okay. I'll give you credit on that one. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, but I think Renya looked really good, you know. And for, for me, it's like uh, he's one that, that really jumped out to me in the in this Road to yeah. UFC finals. And I think the odds uh, kind of say that as well. Minus, four, yeah. two, minus, four, minus four, 425. God damn it. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm also with Renya Nakamura. I also think he gets a finish here, man. Me too, man. I, I like him here. What's the odds on a finish if they have him? Let me check. Um, minus 133 and under two and a half, minus 188. So, those are some odds. Again, the numbers will change during the week, but yeah, I also feel like he finishes this fight again. Of the of the four of these fights, I think this is the one I'm most confident in. Mm -hmm. so the next fight here, Marcel. Now we have Ji Young, uh, Young Lee versus Yi Jia. This one is a featherweight bout. Odds for this one are uh, Jung Young Lee minus 250, Yi Jia plus 210. Um, 
I gotta be honest, like I'm, I'm a little surprised by the by the odd discrepancy here, just because like the Yijak guy has 24 fights. Like that's a lot of experience, you know. Um to be fair, like not a lot of notable opponents. Um, and I obviously that's playing in here uh, into the odds because if you look at like who he's fought, other than like the guy with the really long name, which I'm not even gonna bother pronouncing <laughs> more so, like if you look at like he hasn't really fought anyone notable. Like some of these guys, when you look at them, like um, some of these uh, Asian fighters, like especially from the WLF Wars promotion, like you look mm-hmm. at some of the guys they fought in the past, like you, you'll notice guys from the UFC even. But in this guy's yeah. case, like you don't see that. Um, and then with Lee, obviously he's, um, you know, got, got a good record, Marcel, tons of finishes. He's on a nice win streak here. And, you know, honestly, I, I even though he hasn't fought like the number of opponents, I think he has fought the better opposition. So I believe that's also why the odds are him with the favored uh, status here, even despite the lot, uh, less experience. Again, I'll favor the odds in this one. I'll go with uh, Jung Young Lee to win, but it's not my most confident pick on, on, on these fights either. Go ahead, Marcel. Yeah, he's a road, road. He's a road FC champion, right from Korea. Um, yeah. The the young Lee Young fighter, obviously. Um, he got two wins on the on the road to UFC with uh, first round finishes under a minute both, you know, against yeah. C Bin and against Lukai, and both are pretty decent fighters, you know. So that that's pretty big. If you look at Yiza. You got also two wins in the, on the, I want to say the Contender Series, but it's Road to UFC uh, against Sazu and Matsushima. I think the Matsushima one is a, is, is a good win. You know, it was a split decision, but still a good win. Um, yeah, i also picking the favorite here. I, I think he is, uh, his uh, record, he, he didn't fought as much. I think Zayi has actually th- three times more experience than he has, but I think the fighters he beat are more impressive. So, I'm with Lee on this one, but uh, hey, man, might be wrong, you know. Yeah, we got a couple comments here. Alex doesn't like the card. I mean, honestly, it's not the best card. Um, yeah, I agree with this guy too. Again, pick your spots. You know, like like I said, I think that Nakamura guy, I think he wins. You know, again, the odds are minus 425, mm-hmm. like Marcel said, but, you know, I feel good about him. There's a few other fighters coming up that I feel pretty good about. Um, but again, pick Go. your spots in this card. There's so many cards coming up. We have that pay-per-view next week, right, or two mm-hmm. weeks from now. Or is it next? No, two weeks from now. It's right? next, yeah, it's no, it's next week. Yeah. Sorry. Well, it's yeah. two weeks from now, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, so, like, you know, if anything, save your bankroll for that one. But there are some fights in this card. Hey, what were you going to say? Sorry. I was I was writing an, uh, up an article for, uh, like, uh, ch- champ versus champ fights during the, the, the history of the UFC. Yeah. So I picked, like, everybody who fought as a champ versus a champ fight. And then I was at Henry Cejudo. And then when I was typing and I was halfway, I was like, fuck. Henry never fought as, uh, uh, how do you say that? He fought as a, he was a champion at Flyweight back then, but when he fought for the Bantamweight title, you know, he didn't fought a champion. You know, he fought Marais, remember? So he wasn't in the champ versus champ fight. He only was in the champ versus champ fight against Dillashaw, but back then he had the belt to lose. But when he had the belt to win, he wasn't in the champ versus champ fight. So I had to, I already wrote an article like this. I was like, fuck, dude, I'm wrong. <laughs> You know, it's so stupid. Oh, man, that's good. Um, <laughs> got a, yeah, comment about that. Is that Vogue Saturday, Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, it's going to be a good um, – that's a good Bro. weekend for sure. I'm looking forward uh, to that. I, I, I'm as casual as fuck as it comes to uh, NFL or, fo- yeah. or football, but I always love to watch the Super Bowl. I'm mm-hmm. so fucking happy it's not this weekend, you know? Yeah, I know, for sure. I'm that looking would forward be to it, man. We got t- <laughs> the two best teams in the league are going against each other. 14-3 record each, and they both won their playoff games, right? So it's a great game. Although, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I watched the game yesterday, guys. Like, the, the officiating was so – you talk about 
we always bitch about the referee, the refing in UFC, Marcel. The refing yeah. in those football games yesterday were just, it was pathetic. Like, people were talking about being rigged and fixed. Like, I don't know if I can go that far, but like, it was really bad. It was really okay. bad. The refing was terrible. Um, hopefully, they, they have better officials working on, on the Super Bowl because the games yesterday were just horribly officiated. Um, don't, I really don't know if it would change the outcome. Like, I, I actually picked the Eagles and Chiefs to win both those games. And it's tough to even pick the winner in the Super Bowl. I'm, I guess I'm leading the Eagles a little bit. They are minus two right now. So, that's all, I guess, the public seeing a little bit too, but it's a very close game. I can't wait for it. It's gonna you be got the favorite team? Uh, Buffalo Bills. Okay. Uh, that's the closest team to me. It's like an hour for me. I've been to one of their games before. Um, I wish we had a team in Toronto. You know, we have the Toronto Argonauts. It's not in the NFL. It's CFL. I don't really like the CFL. It's got different rules and stuff, so I don't really like it as much, but uh, probably the Bills. Um, and no, it, I'm not a bandwagon fan. I've been watching them since like early 2000s. That was like the only team I could watch on TV back then when we had like, like we had an antenna uh, when I was a kid. So like that mm. would you could get the signal from Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo is like an it's like an hour-ish for me, Marcel. Maybe like okay. an hour and a half. It's not far. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to the game either way. All right, let's go to the next fight here, we guys. We have uh, this is the last of the uh, the road to the UFC fights. Let's try this guy's name too, uh, Jekka Sarig against Ansel Jubilee in the lightweight division. Hopefully, I got those guys right. Minus 110 each. No one knows who's going to win. Marcel, give me your pick. Yeah, this is an interesting one, man. Um, you got uh, Anshul Yubli, who uh, only fought once at the road to UFC, you know, because uh, also his opponent in the opening round uh, had a problem with the weight, with the weight cut. So he went through the semis and he got a split decision win. Uh, guy from India, right? Anshul mm -hmm. Yubli. Um, now you got the guy from Indonesia, Jake Saragi. Uh, Sarag Saragi's a fun prospect, man. He, he hits very hard. Um, we saw that in, in the two contenders or in the two road to UFC fights, you know, he knocked both his, op uh, his opponents out. Yeah. I think, to be really honest, man, I think Yubli uh, has maybe uh, the higher ceiling here in this one, but I think Saragi can knock him out. That's what I think, mm -hmm. you know. So uh, and also, man, you know, my dad's from Indonesia, so uh, I yes, really, can't, yeah, I really, actually, I didn't know that. That's interesting, really. Uh, okay, yeah. I, so I actually cannot pick against Saragi here, you know, because I get in trouble not with my dad, but with people who know I'm <laughs> I have the background. Is he the first Indonesian fighter in the UFC? You know, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think I he think might. So. Be. I don't know India Barakandri. Barakandari. Yeah, right. But that's his name. Sorry. Yeah, he fought like once or twice. Um, and then I he got suspended. I, yeah, I can't think of another Indonesian fight. Maybe I'm wrong, but I obviously won championship. There's a lot of them, but yeah, I also can't think about one. So I think he's the first. Um, I'm sure yeah, they'll I'm tell us. On, I'm sure Laura Sanko will tell us on Saturday if she. If yeah, she, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll mention it. So you're you're picking him though, the Indonesian. Yeah, man. Uh, but it has to be a stop. If it's not a stoppage, the other guy wins with a decision. So yeah. I think uh, KO. Yeah, this one's tricky. I mean, their odds are minus one ten each. Guys like. I honestly can see it going either way. Again, I don't have a ton of uh, confidence either guy. I don't have a ton of knowledge about either guy. I was leaning Saragi. I guess you say Saragi. That's how you pronounce it. Just because of all the finishes on his record, that's why I would lean his way. But again, I'm not confident, and I have no interest in betting this fight. I'll watch it and see what happens, but I'm not putting my harder money on this one. All right. Uh, oh, Arjun Buller as well. Um, but I think he's he's Canadian, though, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's, he is Indian, but he's from Canada. Um, I guess he counts, but you know he's actually born in... Uh, in BC, near, near James, our boy James Lynch, um, out there in BC. 
All right, we'll go to the next fight here, Marcel. We've got actually they've been on the main card now, finally. All right, cool. <laughs> finally. <laughs> yeah. Saku Kinoshita against Adam Fujit. And odds for this one, Kinoshita minus 305, Fujit plus 255. I feel bad for this guy, Fujit Marcel. I feel like they're giving him just horrible fights in his yeah. UFC fight run so far. Um, obviously fought Michael Morales in his debut. That's just an absolute terrible fight for anyway. He actually, like, to be fair, he actually did good early. Like, he had that takedown. Yeah, first round, first round. Yeah, yeah, he actually, I think he won the first round, but then by the end of the fight, he was getting knocked down and then he gets knocked out. Now that he's, he's taking on a guy who's uh, 25 years old in, uh, or sorry, I picked the wrong guy. Um, 20, uh, excuse me, 22 years old in uh, Kinoshita, Marcel, and obviously a crazy knockout on the show. Tons of knockouts in his career. His only losses by disqualification. Yeah. I think there's a reason they put this fight first on the main card. I believe they want this guy to get a win in an impressive, dominant fashion, and I think he does. Um, again, I think Fuji's actually not a bad fighter. I remember we talked about him last summer, and I was like, man, this guy's not bad, but, you know, he's 34. He's, he's getting into the UFC way too old, uh, way too old of an age, Marcel, um, and I feel like the matchups are tough. Uh, he has a path with the grappling because he is a good grappler, but I think he's going to struggle in the fight to the ground on the feet, man. I think he's going to get knocked out again. So, Kinoshita by knocking Marcel, I feel pretty good about him here. What do you think? Yeah, man, Kinoshida uh, with the Stan haircut, uh, 22 years old. I like him, man. I like I like him a lot, to be honest, man. He looked really good on the Contender Series against uh, Jose Henrique de Souza. Uh, knocked him out in the third round, and it was in a fight where he already was winning the first two rounds. So uh, I remember Dana was super excited that he even went for the knockout. And... Um, yeah, man, I, I pick Kinoshida here. You know, Fugit did well in the first round. Uh, Fugit, I have so much problem with that name. And, uh, yeah, he, he got finished then by Morales after that. But um, I'm going with Kinoshida here as well. Yeah, I, th I think he finished him as well. KO probably, TKO, yeah. Yeah, let's get some comments here. We got our boy Jason in the chat. What's up, man? He says, uh, hey, guys, thanks for the show. Kinoshida looks like it goes to me. I, I agree. Um I think he wins, and I like him here. Uh, actually, what are the odds of him by knockout? You said by knockout too, right? Yeah. Um, plus 120. I mean, like, even inside distance is plus 110. I, I like that line. I think he finishes this guy. I mean, Fuji, again, I think he's a decent fighter, but I don't like the matchups he's getting. Sure seems like the UFC is using him as a stepping stone for these young prospects, man, and he's going to suffer another loss here. Um, we got Backstab. He said, interview was never offered a contract for coming out of short notice. Adam, uh, who? Who? Who who, who, who you refer to? Uh, who you, who you referring to, um, my friend? Do you know who he's talking about? Uh, no, probably can uh, can you see that maybe I don't. Know I'm not that. sure. Just if you could throw it in the chat, I'm not sure who you're no. referring to. Maybe lowest salary fan. Oh, Dana loves this. I mean, they could save money too with the power slap. You give those guys two thousand dollars. Man, I, I gotta tell you, Marcel, not to get off off the trail too much, but I did check it out. It's on YouTube, and I was bored, and I was I just checked it out to watch it. Hmm. Bro, I don't think the sport's gonna last too long. The power slot, just because, like, I think someone's gonna get like fucking killed or something, man. Like, it, there's no defense. There's no defense. These guys are getting like concussed like three times in a match. It's it's brutal. It's way more brutal than I thought. I'll be honest with you. Um, mm. Yeah, it's not my favorite thing. I know you hate it, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not your favorite thing. All right. Yeah, I wasn't the I wasn't the discussion early this morning with Gilbert Eiffel about it. So uh, what did he say? He loved it. He? Uh, yeah. yeah, he's like Actually, he'd be uh, good for it. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I th he loves it. He, he he would love to do it. He said so. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. All right, we'll go to the next right here. We got Du Choi making his return to the octagon. Marcel against Canadian Kyle Nelson. 
featherweight fight. Kyle's going back down to featherweight, which I, you know, I don't think is a good move for him, and I'm surprised he is. But minus one ninety, Troy plus one sixty, Nelson. I'll start on this one too, Marcel. Again, yeah. I just think this is a terrible move by Kyle Nelson to go back down and wait. Like he actually finally showed durability against Jay Herbert at uh, lightweight, right? Like didn't look bad in that fight. I know he lost, but he didn't look terrible. Like it wasn't. It was a 29-28 fight against a pretty decent opponent. Yeah. But in featherweight Marcel, he, he's, he's been knocked out multiple times. And obviously, you know, he's got some good experience. And, and he's been more active, obviously, than Choi. But not that much more active. You know, he's only got two fights since Choi's last fight. And, you know, I know Choi, that's the, that's the problem here, right? He hasn't fought since 2019. And also, he's coming off three straight losses, right? Choi, all those wars, man. That fight comes once and I was at that fight. That was, I can't believe it was seven years ago. Holy fuck. Like, I can't believe how, how fast the time goes by. That fight was one of the best fights of all time in Toronto. It's in the Hall of Fame. It's one of the greatest fights of all time. But it took so much damage in that fight. It's not like the same since then with the two straight knockout losses to Stevens and Jordan, which at the time was a big upset at the time, Marcel. Um, and that was in South Korea. I remember. That was the <laughs> card I, I missed. Yeah, that was the last card you missed. That's how long ago it was, guys. Holy crap. I got to go with with uh, with Choi just because I, I, I don't like Kyle at 145. I think the chin is very compromised here. But honestly, Marcel, like I, I don't completely trust Choi either with the four-year layoff. Like This is a long time to be away from the sport, and he's lost three straight fights, including two straight by knockout. I think it'll be an exciting fight for as long as it lasts. I think someone's getting knocked out. I don't think this fight goes a distance. Um, odds on the fight with the inside the distance. I don't see it here. Um, but for some reason, it's not the best fight. That's kind of weird. Um, anyways, I, I don't think this fight goes three rounds. Uh, Troy by knockout's my pick, but again, I don't completely trust him here. What do you think, Ben? Troy by knockout first round or Nelson late. Or Nelson late. No, I'm okay. not confident. Um, that's a difficult one because how, how can I be confident with somebody who hasn't fought for such a long time and hasn't got a win for such a long time? You know what I mean? So I think his most recent win is over... Tavares? Like 2019s, like guys, yeah. that's like a lifetime ago. Like yeah, such a long time ago. Such a long time ago. Like I mean, I, I just, I'm just thinking right now, like where I was then and to where I am now. It's like night and day. And I know it's the same with you, Marcel. Like you were still riding your bike, delivering the mail back then. Like it's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, crazy man. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I also with Joy here, man. Um, yeah. It's, it's difficult to have a read on this fight, to be really honest, man. Um, yep. But I'll go with Choi. I think he still has the knockout power in him to knock him out, you know. But um, the longer the fight goes, I favor Nelson probably. But uh, now I'm going with Choi here. Gotta yep. go. Gotta go. Gotta pick somebody, you know. We get some comments here. Was he gone from military service? I think so. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Two two years plus injuries. Uh, Adam Fuji never received a comp contract. He came on short notice his first fight. I'm surprised considering he came on short notice. That's brutal. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't think he's a bad fighter, but again, I, these matchups are tough, man. So, but thanks for telling me. I, I wasn't sure who you're referring to. <laughs> West Coast says he'll get slapped for two and two. I'll hook you up with Gilbert Ivel if you want. <laughs> get slapped by Gilbert Ivel. I, I wouldn't want that down with power slap. I mean, it's uh, it's not okay. I'll tell you right now. It's it's, it's kind of entertaining, but at the same time, I just feel like it's like a carnival sideshow kind of to me, too. Like, cause they don't move, like, you can't move your head. You just don't defense. You're just getting hit in the head. It's crazy. Hi, podcast today. Hey, what's up, Crazy Pato? Doing this one, and we're going to do a short one after, uh, doing some fight announcements, recaps. There's tons of fights announcing last week. I was actually on your page earlier today, Marcel, looking at him like, holy crap. We keep announcing these fights. So keep Marcel really busy with all these posters. Um, Save save Northcutt. I have no idea. I mean, he's been out for a while, man, with that uh, face injury, right? He got his face broken, didn't he? By uh, what's his what's his name? Um, Cosmo Alexander. Yeah, and that guy just retired too. I mean, this yeah. is how. Actually, 
Who fought more recently, Sage Northcutt or Dude Choi? I gotta check. Like I, I think Nor- I think Northcutt. Did he? Oh my god, that's that's a long dude. Can you check for uh, to make sure? Can you check? I'm checking right now. I think you're yeah. right because I think it was 20. Yeah. No. Okay. No. No. <laughs> Northcutt's a longer. May 2019. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he's been actually a lot longer, so it's crazy. Crazy. Australian government tax structure. I didn't read into this, but I'm assuming they take a lot of money from the guys coming in, right? I'm guessing. What's up, Jay? He says, uh, unsub from YouTube, ah, uh, yeah. UFC YouTube because of his power slap. Yeah, I mean, the same with their Twitter. It's like all the time. A couple other questions here. Let me get these questions. If you want crazy power, just wait till the next podcast, if you don't mind, just because uh, I want to get these other fights here, and then we'll, we'll take questions and answers in the next uh, podcast. Um, as far as like stuff not related to this card, if that's okay with you. Um, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got three more fights in this card in the Bell Tour. Blagojevanov against Marcin Tabura. Odds for this one: Tabura minus one forty-five. Blagojevanov plus one twenty-five. Marcel, go ahead and give your pick. Yeah, I almost fell fall asleep by thinking about that fight. Um, Blagoy Ivanov, I remember he had a, a pretty high ceiling when he came to the UFC. Was the World Series of Fighting champion. Never been impressed with him in the UFC, to be really honest. If you look at Tibura, super inconsistent, had a nice run at a certain moment, then he uh, ran into Volkov and uh, lost by a decision. <sighs> you know, Ivanov, the thing is with him, he, he loves to get split decisions, and sometimes he lost the split decisions. I think even some of the split decisions he won, he didn't won, actually, you know, but he got them. But um, I figured Tibura would be able to win the decision here. But this is going to be... A horrible fight, I think, to watch at 7, 8, 7 or 8 a.m. over here, man. I'm really not looking forward to it. Probably going to set some coffee, but um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm completely with you, Marcel. I, I think this fight stinks, honestly, guys. like This this fight looks like a snoozer. I think there's going to be a lot of just pushing each other against the fence, some clinch work, but just a lot of pushing each other against the fence, failing to get takedowns, um, not a lot of strikes, significant strikes landed. I think this fight can go either way, though, Marcel. I'll tell you right now. Like, Tabur, to me, like you said, very inconsistent. And, like, you know, if you look at his win streak, it really wasn't that impressive. You know, Marcel? I mean, I guess this looking back, Spivak, I guess, was a good win. But some of the other wins are just not that impressive. And, like, the Volkov fight, you know, you can't, if he, he's very reliant on takedowns, right? If he can't get the takedown, he's in trouble. And, uh, you know, Ivana has really good takedown defense. Like, uh, very difficult to get down to the ground. He's the guy that basically is – very, very durable. All his fights have gone the distance. So Tabura's going to have to win a decision against him. And I don't think it'll be easy. Um, again, I think it was, it, I think it can go either way, Marcel. But, you know, I haven't picked a lot of underdogs in this card. I'm going to pick one here, Marcel. I'll go with Ivana by decision. That's my pick here. Just because, again, I, I feel like he has fought better competition during his career. If you look back, ever since he got in the UFC, he's fought like really good competition. And, you know, I you know I know you're saying about like some of the decisions. Like, I don't think he beat Dilema, but I also thought he beat Derek Lewis, you know? So... He's kind of been up and down, but he also has the win for Ty Tuvesa where he showed tons of durability in that fight and, you know, survived and went the distance, actually dropped Ty, which, you know, it's, it's a nice win to have. Um, you, you, you know what my problem is with Ivanov, man? Yeah. Dude looks and fights like an old man, you yeah. know? That's that's me. Actually, he's, he's younger than Tibura, which is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy to me, you know? know. He, he, Tibura at least looks like he's like 30, 35 or something, but Ivanov looks yeah. like he's 55, you know? One of the problems but, I have, too, is like I looked for – like I just wanted to see what kind of shape these guys were in, and Tibura looks – he's definitely in good shape. I mean, you look at yeah. his Instagram, he's in good shape. Um and Ivanov is nothing there, so that's another worry for me. Got, but... Still got to respect him, you know. He went, he had that horrible uh, accident with, or where he got stabbed he got with stabbed a knife. In the stomach, and he's still fighting yeah. ten years. Ago. That was like over yeah. ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, he's he got stabbed in the heart, I think. In the heart, yeah, yeah. yeah he's a super tough dude. Never been finished, like in the UFC, anyways. Like he's just super sure. tough. 
I remember starting with, Dion, with JDS in his debut. You just got the shit kicked out of the five rounds and kept walking. I remember forward, that, right? yeah. His debut in Boise, right? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, Check again, your DM, you know, by the way. Pardon? Sorry? Check your DM. My DM? Okay. Yeah. I, I Like, again, I feel like this fight could go either way, but, uh, mm-hmm. again, I, I do think some dogs will win, and I, I'll go with the dog here. Um, yeah, I see the DM. <laughs> Not surprised. <laughs> um, got a couple other comments here, guys. Hype likes Tabura. Joe, what's up, man? Glad to have you here, dude. He says go Eagles. Yeah, I, I think that's my pick. I actually like this bet, too. This is not a bad bet. Ivana and Tabur, yeah. decision. That's a good bet. I wonder if there's odds on that right now. Fight goes the distance, it's minus 200. I actually like that better than a side, to be honest with you. But there will be a, a prop on that fight of uh, either guy wins by the split decision. And I think that's not a bad way to look at it. I, I feel <laughs> like it, it's actually a good bet, Crazy Pato. You're, you're crazy, but not, not, not too crazy at that one. <laughs> Nothing screams early morning Korean card than Tabur. That's so funny. Do you know what Pato means, Adam? What does it mean? That means a duck in Spanish. Oh, that's why he's the picture of the duck. Yeah. That's funny. Avon <laughs> should put pressure on Tabur Lane's boxing card. That's kind of what I think. Avon under his striking compared with Ty. That's, I agree. That's kind of why I'm doing it. Uh, I'm picking him here. Last part you guys made for 283 cash. Yeah, I know that was a good one, eh, Gorilla? Like we could have even added Moises in that one. We should have been again. You know, it was a square parlay. I'm not going to pat myself on the back too much, but we didn't lose it. You guys build another fear, people. We'll take a look after this. Let me get through the last fight. Got a couple of fights here. All right, uh, Marcel. We got the co-main event here. Down June against uh, Devin Clark, and uh, Jung um, right now is the favorite minus. 230, Clark plus 195. I'll start with this one too, Marcel. Um, I like Jung in the fight. You know, like, I, listen, I was surprised he got knocked out by Jacoby. Jacoby's a good striker, don't get me wrong, but like how quick and brutal that was surprised mm-hmm. me because the guy had shown really good durability during his career in the octagon. He was really looking good, in my opinion. That fight over the check route, like, that's a good win, you know. And, and even some of the other wins, like, you know, maybe not like the, the biggest names, but like looked okay. Obviously, that Sam Alley fight was one that stuck out, like, where he didn't look <laughs> yeah. great, but. The William Knight fight, like, he dominated him with the grappling. And I was like, okay, this guy's pretty good, you know? Um, and, again, you know, I was surprised by the knockout loss, and it's a little bit of a worry, but I don't think Clark's really a knockout guard, right? Like, he had the knockout overnight, and that was a nice one, but that's his only knockout in, the whole, in his whole career in the UFC. Clark, you talk about inconsistent or so, Devin, Devin Clark is, like, the definition of it. Like, he's a guy that's very inconsistent. It's it's almost impossible to string more than, like, two wins together, coming off a brutal knockout loss, too, against Merzikhanov. Taking a lot of damage in his career. Like, that Kutalaba fight took so much damage and his teeth just knocked out his face. Obviously a good grappler, but I feel like Jung is a good grappler too. And striking-wise, I think Jung's better too. So I like Jung here, Marcel. I think he can knock him out. I think he can knock Clark out. And again, they were supposed to do this fight in South Korea. I think the UFC had a plan to get him a big win because he is one of their best fighters from that country. Um, Jung by knockouts, my pick. Odds on that are plus 140. I think he knocks him out, Marcel. What do you think? I'm with you here, man. I think he knocks him out in the first round. Um, the thing is, like with Clark, super inconsistent, like you said. Uh, lost uh, three of his last four fights, and the only fight he won was at heavyweight against William Knight. Um, yep. Yeah, not a bad fighter at all, in my opinion, but also uh, a lot of flaws in his game as well, you know. Uh, I always enjoy his dad in his corner. It's always fun. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you know, I remember when uh, Clark came up in the UFC, he lost his uh, debut against Alex Nicholson in a fight where he was much better, actually, in my opinion. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, then, oh, yeah, he got blasted, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, then uh, he, he fought at a certain moment, he fought Jan Blahovic. And that was at the moment when Blahovic was almost kicked out of the UFC. And Blahovic got the win. And with that, uh, like uh, almost a schoolyard headlock, you remember that? That I kind do. of a bulldog choke, yeah. So, um, yeah, Clark always, when, when, when the when the time comes, doesn't really show, you know. And with here with Dao Jung, I think Dao Jung is uh, top 20, you know. Uh, can't say top 15 because Jacoby is at 15 right now. Um, but I think he's close, you know, and uh, I like I like you said, I was I was uh, really, really impressed with him against Kendi and Zachuku. I didn't expect uh, like that to happen. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm picking Young here as well. I think if he lands, he can knock him out. So I would go with in the first round with the down Young here as well. I think he wins too. Yeah. Your your boy, the crazy duck, likes him too. <laughs> yeah, the Clark winning with Manifield that was a little surprising at the time. I think Manifield like kind of like gas out, gassed out in the fight. Yeah. yeah, he just got pushed against the fence and gassed mm -hmm. out 100%. All right, finally, main event time, Marcel. We've talked about this fight, I want to say like what November, I want to say it was. Um, we got Derek Lewis taking on Sergey Spivak. Uh, odds for this one, they're actually a little bit higher than they were back then, minus 230 to plus 195 now. Um, my thoughts don't change though. Um, I still like Spivak in the fight. I, I, I do think he's one of the better young heavyweights in the division. He's only uh, 27. Like, he's super young. Derek was 37, turning 38 next week. Obviously, you know, he does have the most knockouts of all time in the UFC. So, like, he has a puncher's chance here. And it's a heavyweight fight. So, that's the worry. And, and Spivak's been knocked out twice, right, by Walt Harris and uh, Tom Aspinall. So, mm -hmm. he could get blasted. I mean, there's definitely a chance that happens. But if he doesn't get blasted, Marcel, I'm pretty sure Spivak can take him down to the ground and, and really – implement that grappling and, and that grounded pound he's been doing really well in his last couple of fights um i think he's improved a lot man you know i i, th I think he's looked good and hasn't fought the best competition lately. that's the one problem here right because mm -hmm. lewis is fighting the best guys but he's also getting knocked out a lot too it's a little tricky because of lewis's power um and his ability to come back in fights we've seen that many times in his career but I still have to go with Speedback more. So the youth, the, the grappling, I'm going with Speedback by TKO, Grounder Pound. What are you, are you picking? Yeah, it's very easy, man. You go with the uh, early stoppage for, for, for Lewis, you know, or you're going with Speedback. And uh, I'm going to take a little gamble here, yo. I'm going with Derek Lewis first round knockout, yeah. you know. And that's the only way I think he's going to win. And please let this not go five rounds. <laughs> You know, uh, let and I would be shocked if it does, but you never know because if you're shocked, maybe it, it will happen. You know, first round Lewis knockout. If it doesn't happen, everything after that probably Spivak. You know, but um, gotta take a gamble sometimes. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's like uh, it's possible. You know, it's 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 possible. So I would go with that one. And uh, it's always fun to uh, differ in main event picks. So for sure, uh, and like there will be some upsets on this card. You know, there's no doubt about it. So. I don't, I don't think it's the craziest pick in the world at all. A couple other comments here. Joe likes Spivak. Dave, what's up, man? You like Spivak, too. That's what I think, too. I expect, hey, Marcus, what's up, man? I expect Spivak will attack Lewis same we did with the grappling hard. It's kind of easy win for Spivak. Ooh, that's interesting. Easy win, eh? Well, I think it's going to be tough in the first round or two, like you said. If, but if he's smart, he'll take some down. Yeah, exactly. Because I remember when Curtis Blades fought him. Curtis just yeah. wanted to stand with him. Like, that's a mistake. Yeah. If Curtis used wrestling, he would have won easily in that fight, in my opinion. You know? Lewis was pressured by taking him back to self defense. Yeah, he did have a takedown against Ty in his last fight, so he's improving that. He has looked, he looks in better shape. I'll say that, but again, I just don't trust Lewis right now. Like he's he's getting up there in age. He hasn't looked good lately, and I like Spivak, man. I think he's one of the better young heavyweights. All right, if That's if uh, if if Ty had a son, what would what would be his name? 
No, no, I should say differently. If Ty had a twin brother, what would be his first name? I don't know. What would it be? Moy. Why? Moy Ty. Oh, Moy. <laughs> oh, so bad. So bad. Oh, terrible. I go, I, okay, I'm gone, guys. Sorry. All right, we'll, just, we'll let Marcel leave. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, that's it for UFC Vegas. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Lewis did look. He does. He's looking good. I'll give him that. You know, but it remains to be seen how he'll uh, look in the fight. That's it for UFC Vegas 68. Hopefully, it's a good card. We'll see what happens. Let's go to Bellator 290. Marcel, just go through a couple of the fights here. Um, main event here, guys. We got the rematch between Ryan Bader. Oh yeah, I'll pull it up. Uh, we got the rematch between Ryan Bader and Fedor and Milenko here. Um, okay, we're gonna go through a few of these fights. We don't have to cover all of them, but it's actually a pretty good card. Um, Ryan Bader minus two sixty five, Fader a million AKO plus one eighty five. Uh, the first fight was four years ago, twenty nineteen. Bader knocked out Fader in thirty five seconds. Fader is now forty six years old. Fader is actually thirty nine, so he's not a spring chicken either. But Fader is forty six now, Marcel. And you know what's you know what's hilarious? You know those Facebook memories they they pop up and stuff. A memory popped up from twenty thirteen. I want to say today talking yeah. about how. He was coming out of retirement after the Pedro Hizzo fight, or sorry, 2012 or whatever, for the Pedro Hizzo fight. Like, this guy, man, like, I love him, but, you know, he's retired, he's come back, and I know he, I actually picked him against Tim Johnson and Rampage. Me too. And I, yeah, I've, I've been really good at picking his fights over the years. I've been very good at picking favorite fights. To me, it's just like Ryan Bader is just way more athletic, way faster, more powerful, probably. I mean, Fader's still got power, we'll give him that, but. Better wrestling. Uh, I can't pick Fedor, man. He's 46, Marcel. And, you know, the odds actually open at minus 400. Now it's minus 265. Like, I think minus 400 is more realistic, in my opinion. Like, would it be nice to see Fader win? Sure. I mean, I love the guy. I know you do too, Marcel. But I think Bader wins. Like, I, I and honestly, Marcel, look at the first fight. 20, 35 seconds. Mm-hmm. It might be fast again. That was also in Los Angeles. So was this one. Ryan Bader, first round knockout. I have to. I think that's what happens here. Who did you pick? Yeah, man, the emperor against the master. So it's... Uh, <laughs> you should have so went with that nickname. I thought it was better than Darth. Yeah. Master Bader is such a good nickname. But Darth Bader is fun as well, right? It's, it's Darth Vader. Oh, so. yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, man. I, I don't want to pick this one because I don't want to pick against Vader. He's he's my favorite of all time, you know? But I know. Uh, Vader is going to win. Let's be realistic, you know? Um yeah, Bader. Bader wins this one, I think. Uh him out. Likely. Don't want to think about it, but likely, yeah. Yeah, I, I would look for a prop on him by knockout. I, I don't think this this fight's not going five if rounds. You, no if way. you're crazy enough to go with Fader, you should pick him by first round knockout. Yeah, I agree with that too because he does. <laughs> he still has power. That's the last thing yeah. to go. And he's still showing the power, but I, I don't know, man. Bader, like, you know, Marcel. I know it wasn't the most exciting couple of fights, but. If Congo and Waldowski fights, he still has that wrestling he can fall back on. Yeah. So if Fedor, you know, is giving him problems in the feet, I think he can push him against the fence or even take him to the ground, you know? So I like Bader. I like him at heavyweight better. Like, light heavyweight, I guess Corey Anderson got knocked out, obviously. And I just think he's a better fighter at heavyweight at this point in his career, you know? Mm-hmm. And Ned Cobb also knocked him out. I, I don't know, though. I think heavyweight, I think it's a good weight class for him at this point, 38, 39. Um, it's almost surprising it's only 39 to age 46, Marshall, because I feel like, you know, Fader's been in the sport much longer, right? But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Fader's been around a long time, too. Like, the Ultimate Fighter was a long time ago now. When was that? 2008? Eight. Holy shit. Yeah. So long ago. I mean, that 
the Tito Ortiz fight, which is still to me one of the biggest upsets of all time. <laughs> yeah. I was shocked by that fight. That was in twenty eleven. Crazy. That was twelve years ago. That is <laughs> fucking insane. Like I remember, I remember watching that fight. I was like, "Wow, I can't believe he lost." Was like, that the Cruz Faber card, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, crazy. So he's 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 been around a long time too. All right, go to the next fight here. Oh, we got a comment from Jason. Yeah, I agree, Jason. I think first round, it's possible. Faber could knock him out. It's possible, but I feel much better about Bader in this fight. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got Johnny Eblen taking on Anatoly Tokov, a middleweight fight. Marcel, this is a great fight for the uh, mm-hmm. middleweight belt. It is. We got minus 180 on Eblen, plus 150 on Tokov. Listen, I'm going to pick Eblen because he's undefeated and he just beat Gager and Misashi, which to me is such a big win. Like, it's such a great win. And, and he looked great in the fight. Like, he just looked dominant. Um, and, and I think overall, like, his competition's been decent in, in, in the UFC. Or, sorry, in Bellator, excuse me. Um, undefeated, obviously. Good wrestling. He has some some power but here's the thing tokov has a shitload of experience 34 fights and he's been around for a long he's been around since 2009 um and he's fought some good competition too and he has some good ones like this albert derive guy he beat him like eight years ago or nine years mm-hmm. ago marcel like he has some he good was, wins back um, then when derive was really good you know yeah and and during his run in bellator he's undefeated too and uh, you know i some of the competition maybe not the greatest like gerald harris love gerald but you know a little bit um past his prime obviously and same with like some mango and stuff but like Alexander Stoyko. Um, he struggled heavily in the Gerald Harris fight. Yeah, he ended up winning, still won, you know, but yeah, I know you're saying. True. Um, right, show. Yeah. I think he's pretty good, man, honestly, but I still have to go with Ebon because, again, I just think being Musashi is such a good win to have. So yeah. because of that, I have to pick him here. Um, but I think Tokov's good. And again, he has three times the amount of experience. That's interesting. What do you think? When Tokov signed with Bellator, I said he's a future champion. The funny thing is, when Tokov signed with Bellator, Johnny e- Johnny Eblen was zero zero in his pro career. <laughs> so uh, I gotta say, Johnny Eblen, he has really surprised me how he fought. You know, I think he's a, he's a, wrestling is very good. He defeated John Salter, and that was the moment for me. I was like, okay, this guy's for real. You know, before that, he he had some good wins against Colin Hogbody and, and, and a few other guys. You know, but not. Like high-profile wins, in my opinion. The John Salter is a pretty high-profile win in Bellator, you know. And uh, then he fought against Musashi for the belt. And uh, he he knocked down Musashi in the first round and completely controlled him. And standing was also better than Musashi. So I was really impressed by it. So I always say Toko is going to be a champion. But back then, Johnny Eblen wasn't in Bellator yet, you know. And I didn't know about his existence. Um, I'm with Eblen here as well. I think he wins the decision. Yeah, that's my pick, too. All right, let's go to some other fights here. We don't have to spend as much time on them, but uh, we got Sabah Hamasi and Brian Ward. This is a fun fight, guys. I think someone's getting really knocked out. Very uh, smart. Pardon? Sorry? Very smart by Bellator to let this open the CBS main card. You know, oh, that's, this, okay. This... That's opening the main card. Okay, I yeah. thought it was... Never mind. You're right. Gracie and Shiro is actually a prelim. Um, but yeah, uh, what do you think, Hamasi? I The guy who hits first, I would say. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy fight. Uh, both guys always go for the kill. Um, I, I really, I think Brandon Ward has the, how do you say that? Uh, the, the love factor from the fans, you know, you have uh, you, you, his background. Uh, you guys, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't read it, uh, Nolan King has a great, yeah, great story on the Ward. drug addiction, right? Yeah. On MMA junkie. So yeah. definitely check that out. Um, just a fun fight, man. It's it's very smart from Bellator to to open the main card with this one because this is pretty much a fight that cannot disappoint. You know, you got two fighters who go for, for the kill always. Uh, Sabah Hamasi looked really good in his last two fights, in my opinion. Um, 
Yeah, and that's that crazy fight with Paul Daly. He lost, but uh, he he also also almost finished him. It's a good fight. It's a fun fight, and uh, yeah, look forward to it. Yeah, it's a good fight. I I don't think I could bet on that one. But we got to report Jamie in the chat. What's going on, man? Something. Man? A couple other fights. Neiman Gracie against Dante Shiro. I I think Gracie wins this fight, Marcel. Mm -hmm. You think you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Lawrence Larkin, Mohamed uh, um, uh, Barakov. Like that first fight with it should have been a disqualification. Honestly, um, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Berkhamov, really good, dude. He can't surprise here. Yeah, you know, I agree. Henry Kraus against Ahmed Magomedov. I guess this guy's pretty good. He undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve, Steve Maury. Maury. Yeah. yeah, against Isaev, the guy from uh, the PFL champion. PFL. Right? Yeah, didn't he win? He won it, didn't he? Yeah. Y yeah, but he hasn't fought for a long time. You should check. I think he hasn't fought for two or three years now. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, when he beat yeah. Jerry Rochelle. Um. I think yeah. the guy's good, though, right? D. Jared Rochelle. Yeah. D. Jared Rochelle. I think he's good. <laughs> Steve Mowry, I don't know what to think about this guy. That last fight was weird. Um, true, but he's a talented guy. He's you know? good. Tall, call him Tall Steve, right, isn't it, mm -hmm. I think? He's, what is he, 6'8"? Yeah, he's fucking massive. Um, yeah, he was a training partner of uh, Stefan Struve when he was here in Rotterdam uh, uh, for the Volker fight. Yeah. <laughs> Two tall bastards. Mm -hmm. um, 39 years old for this guy, though. That's interesting. He's a little yeah. bit older. Couple other fights here. Chris Gonzalez, Chris Gonzalez against Max Roscoff. Hopefully the fight happens because he got pulled in his last fight. I like Roscoff, but uh, me too. You know, hopefully he can get back. I mean, he's good. I guess he's got his career back on track a little bit after that uh, UFC yeah. incident where he quit in the stool. Um, you know what stupid? Him. You know what stupid matchmaking? Diana Absaragova against Alejandra Lara. That's stupid yeah. matchmaking. You, you know Alejandra? Yeah, Alejandra lost her last three fights, but still, she's solid, you know? And yeah. Diana hasn't fought anybody good, in my opinion. And uh, they just want to get her a quick start in the in the division, in my opinion. They want to, get to, to how do you say that, to promote her. But I think it's way too early. What about uh, Jeff Neal's brother, Grant, against uh, Carl Albertson? Yeah. Uh, I'm joking. I don't think they're actually I brothers. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, they're not. They're not. It's a, it's a fun fight. You know, I think Albrechtson is pretty pretty decent. And yeah. Grant Neal is a, is a prospect as well, in my opinion. So, yeah. Uh, you got even Darren Caldwell, former champion on the Yeah, he's so, buried yeah. on here against this Nikita and Milcom guy. But, I mean, Caldwell hasn't looked that great yeah. recently. And Jay 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 That's a good fight, too. That's a fun fight. I say Hawkins supposed to be a really good prospect against this Peters is your girl guy. He's... He's the biggest favorite in the card. I want to say it's like minus 1,000. Uh, did, you, did, you did you watch Two and a Half Men back in the day? Yeah, Charlie yeah. Uh, Harper. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. So with Peter Ishiguro, I have to take, oh, 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 Ishiguro, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Hawking opened minus 1,500. Now he's on the minus 600. So it's interesting. Yeah. And you got Ethan Hughes. He's that guy that had that crazy upside in his debut against uh, Yusuf Kariaka. <laughs> Yeah, pretty good card, honestly. I think this card's decent. Like, it, you know, it's, again, I hate when they go head to head. I guess I, this one's going to be a little bit earlier because it starts at six. But like, some of the like the main card's going to run into the UFC uh, prelim. So you might see like the uh, Sabal Masi Brandon Warfare at the same time as Tyra. So it kind of sucks. Anyways, um, that's it for that card. Um, just quickly because I want to get to. Uh, we asked about a parlay, Marcel. Do you want to give a? You want to give it a parlay for the? Yeah, why not? I mean, we're definitely taking Tyra Boat. I think we should put him in the, the parlay. The odds are so high, but I know what you're saying. I mean, he's gonna win, so we'll put Kinoshita. him in. Kinoshita is another guy, and I was uh, thinking Rengar Nakamura. That's what I was thinking too. Those three guys is minus one twenty eight. That's what I was thinking. I we was do, thinking we the do, exact same thing. We do the Japanese parlay. <laughs> Japanese parlay, guys. We got Tyra, Kinoshita, Nakamura. Uh, I think they all win. Actually, if you take out Tyra with the odds, minus one fifty, yeah, throw him in. He wins. So those three guys, it's almost a pick a price. It's not bad. And I think they all win. So 
That's what we like the, the, the Japanese barley. It's yeah. <laughs> nice. Better dog you like the most. Well, you know, Marcus, looking back at it, I actually only picked one dog straight up, and that was Lagoy Ivanov. So I guess it would be him automatically, but I don't love him either. Um, but Tiruna for me. Marcel picked Tiruna, and he picked Lewis as underdogs. So I think, right? Yeah. So those would be his. And then for me, it would be Ivanov. So I, honestly, guys, now that I think about it, I expect at least one of those three to win. <laughs> you know, but hopefully it's it's my guy and I get the perfect card because uh gotta start getting past Marcel in the standings at odds breaker. <laughs> Anyways, uh yeah. Yeah, you could you could put that that uh that picture up. All right, let's get out of here. Um we're gonna do the second podcast in a minute here, guys. We'll be fight announcements and uh fight news. Marcel, as always, my friend, uh love chatting the fights with you. Marcel, you can follow him on Twitter, Instagram, big marcel24. You can follow me at mm Adam Martin. I'm also at uh maoddsbreaker.com obviously that's your home for all UFC odds and uh, Miami News we got some news there and then of course bookies.com I got my best bets coming out this week follow Marcel at uh, uh, Eurosport Netherlands and uh, we'll we'll join you guys can join us now for the next podcast we'll just do uh, fight announcements and we'll take some questions and answers talk to you guys in a few and if not we'll see you guys next week peace soon